0: Number one, a kickstart for Australia, gold in a world record. Now it's Donovan Bailey trying to pick up runners, Donovan Bailey is putting on a third, he's got it, 9 eight, four, a world record for Donovan Bailey and a gold medal. A perfect score, 10.0 for Darcy Tabanisi, a perfect score. The first time I've never seen it in over 100 years, nobody's won as many medals of the Olympic Games in any sport than this great champion, Michael Phelps. Usain Bolt sprinting ahead, winning by daylight, and setting a world record nine. Six, the wind is okay. How easy was that? Good evening, afternoon, morning and good night once again ladies and gentlemen from Off the Podium and Olympics Podcast as we come to you for episode 12, a recap of day 10 of the 2016 Rio Olympics. Just in case you thought maybe we were talking about the 2032 rio olympics because it's been such a success the green pool makes them want to host it again in 16 years time it's exciting even though it's not actually green anymore but whatever but uh big day once again to talk about uh events and medals that weren't won by either australia or canada because we didn't win any either of us today now we know what new zealand feels like uh jared lubick is here once again to talk about a medalist day for both countries jared welcome back to off the podium it's good to be back. A uh, bit of a disappointment, but you get those
1: days. So hopefully, um, I mean, we can grab some more medals in, in the next
0: week. Well, I would hope so. Otherwise, we might have to wait four years <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, it's not going to happen in the Winter Olympics. Uh, we're not Canada um but yeah this is strange like we had yesterday we turned around and said well australia didn't win any medals but at least canada got a medal and uh you know it was all about a same bolt a same bolt a same bolt and we threw in a bit of ryan Lochte in there and it was great and today we really don't have much to talk about because australia didn't win anything uh we we had a massive pulling a campbell today like there were so many campbells all over the place it was ridiculous Canada, I don't even want to say Canada, Paul De Campbell, because this is just a regular day at the Summer Olympics for Canada. They've exceeded expectations so far in these games, so not even going to say anything against them. But two days in a row now, Jared, without a medal. It's not like, you know, we've had just one day. Two days. What are we doing with ourselves? Like, does a national inquiry need to start already about how terrible we are at life because we can't even win a bronze?
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, just just choking all... all all the way around, everybody. Um, all the teams are getting knocked out. Um, all the individual athletes are performing terribly. Um, yeah, there'll be a big inquiry. Um, I think uh, we probably need to send double the amount of athletes to um, heighten our chances of winning medals next time. Well, exactly.
0: You know, it's, it's it's just pathetic. I think we even had Michael Phelps come out a day or so ago saying that our uh, Australian swimmers lacked focus and that they choked. And when Phelps says it you know, that we're screwed, you know, <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting actually, but one thing I will say, I really noticed today that I guess our media was a little bit calmer on our, our athletes today, there wasn't really a whole lot of, oh, the Campbells, the worst thing ever, they should be sent to hell and all this sort of stuff, so, I mean, is that a positive we're slowly learning and not to rip shit into our athletes because we kind of suck at the moment?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think that just kind of goes hand in hand with the swimming being over. Um there's less pressure on the rest of the athletes to um win gold. Expectations are a little bit lower, so there's probably not going to be that hounding by the media. I
0: really feel that like now there's like is anybody being talked up because I mean, I remember London, at least it was all Sally Pearson, Sally Pearson, what's she going to do? And we had the hockey boys still waiting to choke in the medal round rather than the quarterfinals. And, you know, the sailors were doing well. Like, realistically right now, do we have anyone with any chance of a gold medal right now? Like, I I can't think of anyone that can, besides the basketball teams perhaps, but we know they're going to lose to America. So right now, is Australia even going to win another gold medal?
1: I think it will be tough. I think um, sailing maybe uh, you have an opportunity but they're all i feel like they've all kind of dropped back mm. right when we're getting to sort of uh the pointy end of things um but I f- sailing anything could happen um if all the other teams capsize i mean that's gold medal assured for us but no doubt we'll be the ones capsizing in that so i mean that's i feel like that's the only place i can see us getting a medal is in the sailing uh, a gold medal i mean maybe we could pick up a silver or a bronze in something else Um, I think there might still be a bit of cycling to go, and we seem to be good at um, either finishing fourth or getting the bronze (laughs) in that. Um, Yeah, but chances are definitely running out, and there's no kind of key athlete being talked up at this point in time. I'm
0: not talking about modern pentathlon, of course. That's only a couple of days away, and of course, the taekwondo is only a day or so away. I mean... Who knows what can happen there? I mean, the rhythmic gymnastics, you know. Uh, Danielle, what's her name from the other day? we have got a name. Uh, Danielle Prince, that's it. Um, see, look at that. It's not a real sport. Um, oh, we've got our BMX riders yet. We're we, we forgetting mm, them. Yeah. We've got a couple of world champions there. So, you know, we've got a couple in the canoe sli- uh, the canoe sprint, I should say. Um, so, look. there's And the female golfers. I'm sure there's an Australian in there somewhere. So... <laughs> I'm glad people are listening to off the podium today because clearly we know a lot about our athletes. Oh, I'm sure there's a female golfer in there somewhere. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's interesting. Even like when I've written my notes up here to go over the results of the day, it's this is like depressing reading. I, I mean, we started off on such a high. Bring back Mac. Bring back Brit Elmsley. You know the Campbell sisters when they actually could win stuff at the beginning of the games. Like this is this is pathetic. We're turning into New Zealand like this is this is not good um and canada also didn't do well today so we already mentioned that but um. This is strange, starting off an episode, not talking about any medals won. So let's go over our uh, lovely results from the other sports, at least the ones that I managed to get up and ready to go. So athletics, uh, at least the ones here that I've got, I might be able to pull up a few more here because by the time I wrote these notes, it hadn't really had a full recap, but I think they might be up right about now. So, uh, yes, in the athletics, Danny Samuels, our uh, discus thrower. Is that the correct terminology, a thrower? Um she's through to a third consecutive Olympics final. She was eleventh in London, ninth in Beijing, and she'll be hoping to uh possibly go seventh, uh it seems, here in uh in Rio. She threw a sixty four point four six meter disc throw. Um is that the correct terminology, Jared? I don't know if you know much about discus. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it could
1: be a. I think it is a throw. Chop, um, it's more of a chop. Yep. <laughs> but um, discus is probably definitely. A th- oh, it could
0: even be a twirl, a discus twirl. Or is that hammer throw? I'm not sure. <laughs> she threw a disc, people. All right. She threw it over 60 meters. That's more than most of us can do. So um, good on you, Danny. Good on you for making the finals. Um, The 400-meter hurdles, Lauren Wells through to the semi-finals. That's great. Good. Um, Good for her. Uh, In all seriousness, this actually is a pretty good result. Our favorite non-equestrian event, the 3,000-meter steeplechase. Um, We had two uh, ladies make the final. The first time in the history of the Olympics we had two females in the final. And they both finished in the top ten. Madeline Hill, seventh, if you don't mind. And Genevieve Lacasse, ninth. So, I mean, that's decent. Like, you love the 3,000-meter steeplechase, so i mean you were happy with that oh absolutely it's a great event um good to see that
1: uh we're getting some depth in that event now i think um i mean all the juniors are going to be rushing to join that after seeing that on the tv (laughs) and um look out at uh tokyo 2020 because we're looking to build on those results
0: stick sport climbing up yeah wherever like (laughs) getting steeplechase is where it's at um ellen nelson is through to the semis of the 200 meters great um that's that's great for her. Um, that's about all the news I've got here from the athletics. Uh diving, uh sadly Madison Keeney and Essa Khan uh fifth and sixth. In the three-meter springboard, still decent, top six, more than most people got. Uh, this is the sad news of the day, though, uh, Jared. Like, we can bag out every other athlete, but we don't bag out Anna I mean, again, as we discovered the other day, she's, you pull an Anna, that's what you do when you do something good. And behind the same bolt, she's the greatest living human being ever to grace the earth um but she sadly got eliminated in the sprint uh, event that she was defending and again we talked about this the other day i don't get the rules of cycling like what happens to straight knockouts but instead you had like she got eliminated was in a repper charge got back into it was in like the quarterfinals and got eliminated then was in another repercharge, charge and then she got eliminated from that and then she had to ride off for like 10th like poor anna She's a gold medalist. Respect her. Why do they need, like, 38 races to decide if she's going to be in the quarterfinals or not?
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're doing it that way, you may as well just put in, she's an Olympic champion from London. Why is she not straight into the gold medal match? I mean, that seems just as fair as having all these kind of backward rounds and second chances. And, um, yeah, it's ridiculous. Obviously, uh... Trying to get their money's worth out of the velodrome, but I don't know if that's the way that you go. You should go about exactly, it.
0: Exactly, exactly. And uh, we still love you, Anna, because you're uh, Also in the cycling, um, Glen O'Shea crashed out of the Omnium. Oh, shame on you, Glenn. And in the women's Omnium, uh, our bronze medalist from that event four years ago, Annette Ed- Edmondson, she's currently seventh at the halfway point. So building for a good strong sixth position, I'm going to call it there for... Uh, for net, good job sailing what well, was cancelled we were meant to win a medal in that today because uh that one that we mentioned the other day that's guaranteed a medal we just don't know what color um it was too bad out there they couldn't sail <laughs> so how does that work i mean it's going on for like 18 years i'll add another 18 years to it i mean what cancels sailing don't they need wind and rough conditions i don't know you would think so
1: uh, um yeah, I would have just put it on regardless. I mean, isn't that part of the test? If you can sail with or without wind, um, in any condition possible. I mean, maybe we'd see more people capsize, and that would make sailing interesting for once. Yeah, exactly. um potentially they were concerned that the um swimmers would be run over by the sailing boats. I don't know if that was held in the same area, but I mean, that could have been
0: a disaster. Oh, we're going to talk about marathon swimming because you think sailing's boring. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that uh speaking of which we'll well touch on just our results we had uh chelsea gebecca was 15th in marathon swimming good on you chelsea um you're gonna go far well you did you swam a marathon uh water polo uh yeah it's not a good day for our teams at all in the olympics not a good olympics for our teams um our water polo girls the stingers i think i've discovered they're called we haven't really mentioned that much um one of the favorites heading in, and they lost to the Hungarians who were not happy with it because they don't smile um, eight all that was at the end of the uh the regulation time they lost in a shootout once just like the Matildas robbed Jared. I was up at about five o'clock in the morning watching this, just pure robbed
1: yeah, I mean penalty shootouts are obviously not our thing um luckily we don't have those in basketball if it comes down to a deadlock because I mean that'd be shocking um. Yeah I think maybe the reason behind this was the team name the stingers that's not that's not an animal I mean you ha- you have a stingray or are they meant to be a stinging jellyfish um, there's a lot of confusion there. I'm sure they're not really sure what they're meant to be doing. Um, you could have called them the stingrays or just the jellyfish. I mean, the jellyfish is a great name for a water polo team, and I don't know why we don't use that. are
0: uh, uh, is those things that you go swimming up at the reef and then you get, um, like, you've got to wear the special suits because they will, like, kill you or something like that if you don't wear the suits? I mean, that's that's what I think they are, right?
1: Well, I don't know. You could be right. Um, I think it's a made-up name <laughs> for an animal. Maybe. P- um potentially it's a nickname. Yes. Um which Aussie's like to use but we I mean if you're confusing them with a nickname use the full name. Yep. Um I'm not. I'm not happy. I think that's a team name that could change.
0: It's actually quite funny because, um, you know, like we were talking about our team names and that. Like you had the water boatmen for the rowers. Maybe we had the water float women for the, the. I mean, is that better than the stingers? I don't know. That's actually terrible, Ben. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so, yeah. Team, not good This is this is embarrassing. Our hockey is over. The first time since 1984, we will not come home with a medal in the sport of field hockey. And the hockey ruse. Not only did they lose four two, they lost to New Zealand. Jared. This is not good enough. Like, you talk about uh, our athletes not coming back home with the gold. They, they just can never come home. They're exiled. Like, bugger off to New Zealand hockey ruse, That's just pathetic.
1: Exactly. At least the men lost to uh, the Netherlands, so they could kind of save some face there. But losing to New Zealand in the field of hockey, in a sport that we're meant to be good at. Um, I mean, this is a national disaster. There should be a day of mourning for this. Um, and yeah, add this team to a list of athletes not coming home till
0: Tokyo 2020. I'm going to go one further, Jared. I'm going to say ban female hockey in this country until it's rectified because you do not lose to New Zealand and not get punished. That's, that's ridiculous. Mm, exactly. Absolute <laughs> pathetic hockey ruse. Um, now, uh, the canoe sprint, this isn't, this is exciting. Colin and I talked this up yesterday. Uh, well, you can either sit down or kneel. It's up to you whether you want to be in the K or the C, um, I mean, what sport do you decide? Oh, Mum, Dad, I'm going to take up canoe slash kayak. Which one is it, son? Oh, I don't know. I might kneel tomorrow and I might sit the next day. Like <laughs> Murray Stewart. Oh, the great Murray Stewart. He's into the final of the K1 1000 meters, uh, and in the women's C1 1000. Uh, sorry, the no, the women's K2 500 meters. Uh, Alisa Ball and Alec Burnett uh, through to the final. Of that one where sadly Martin Marinov couldn't make it to the A final and he's in your favourite, the B final.
1: Well, I mean, that's where you want to be. If you can't be in the A final, go to the B final. Exactly. Um, I mean, at least he's not in the C final. Granted, that doesn't exist, but um, at least he's not there. Uh, Yeah, the canoe sprint, what a great sport. Um, It's the most mesmerising thing I've seen on TV. We've had some comments from ex-prime ministers about uh, how... um, wind farms are ugly so I don't think Tony Abbott would be a fan of the canoe sprint because it's very similar (laughs)
0: yes oh it's just it's interesting like these sports like this is what's great about the Olympics I mean this is what's great about the Winter Olympics even more so because at least you know we used to water and that but like Two years' time when we're talking about uh, curling, Um, you know, I mean, that's the whole different kettle of fish. But, yeah, like, at what point do these people come up with these sports? Like, I I get kind of the slalom, because, I mean, you can't have rowing slalom. Like, that doesn't work. Um, You know, canoe slalom, like, it's like whitewater rapids. I mean, that's fine. But, like, at what point do they say, like, oh, we're jealous of the rowers, going really fast in a straight line so let's canoe really fast (laughs) like i don't know it just it kind of seems like a wasted sport to me yeah
1: i can agree with you on that i mean what's next the raft sprint um (laughs) i mean that's potentially more interesting if the athletes have to make their own raft before they sprint off into the distance but i mean you could you could add any kind of i mean the i don't even know any any kind of boat could be in a sprint um the jet ski sprint, I mean, why is that not in there and canoe sprint is? Uh, yeah, it seems like, just like you said, they got jealous of the rowers. Um, they were sick of being judged on hitting gates, and it's. I think it's just a failed... Uh, people from the whitewater rafting, they just couldn't handle it and they've gone into this instead.
0: Well, I say go one better. Again, like, uh, Tokyo, like you've got your road cycling, your track cycling. Why don't we just have, like, a cycling sprint in a straight line? Like, I know you've got the sprint, like, hello, enemies, but, like, just a straight line. You just pedal the shit out of it and go for gold. And then you have the equestrian sprint, like the gallop. Like, put Berto on a horse and just get him to gallop in a straight line for, like, a kilometre. Like, that's entertaining. Yeah,
1: I think... Um just a 100-meter sprint and everything. We talked the other day about the 100-meter uh, walk, <laughs> which I'd love to see. Um, just uh, anything to where you duo. can go fast. <laughs> exactly. Um, it just makes sense that, that these sports should be in there over potentially the canoe sprint, but they're not. So um, hopefully we continue to add sports. I mean, Flin Flan's got a couple of windows open for some of these sports to
0: to join the, um, join the elite um echelons of uh canoe sprinting i honestly think we need to start having this flin Flon game start next week i mean we're gonna have so many events it's going to take like 12 years to fill the bloody thing up <laughs> so well, why not everyone loves the olympics um <laughs> speaking of everyone loving the olympics everyone loves the olympics because of wrestling that started oh don't we love wrestling um and sadly for australia we're already out of it. Uh, Ivan Popov, we talked a bit about him yesterday. He got his butt whooped to him and not in the form that you would think in wrestling. 9 nothing to Johan Uren of Sweden. Um, we're talking about wrestling today because, oh my goodness, is, how is this a sport? Um, but poor Ivan. We sent him a uh, fan message yesterday and sadly it didn't work out for Ivan. Did you? We'll talk about this, I think, very soon, but did you see any of the wrestling at all?
1: Um, I did see a little bit, potentially a Russian taking on a Georgian in the wrestling. Uh, it was hard to tell. The commentators were confused about who was who and was saying the coaches were wrong. Um, the main thing I took away is when you want to challenge, you throw in, uh, the, the mascot from the Olympics into the ring to signify that you want to challenge something. Um, then the mascot gets passed to the judges. They review the challenge and they chuck the mascot back to the coach. I mean, this is the most inefficient system of challenging possible. I mean, give the coach like a yellow card to hold up or something. Um, it's just more of the little statuettes. Um, there's been just, they've over ordered on everything for the gift shops in Rio and they've got to use it somehow. And it's the green games and it's reduce, reuse, recycle. Um, but, Oh, far out. It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen.
0: It's just Thomas Bach's presidency again. (laughs) It's just like, yes, throw in the mascot. The kiddies will love it. Like, the kids aren't watching wrestling, Thomas, because they're not allowed to. All you need to do is put a bit of Chicka-Wow-Wow in and it's porn. Like Like, the parents don't let the kids watch wrestling, all right? So I didn't actually see that bit with the mascot, but I think I need to find out. I need to look at it.
1: <laughs> I was—I mean, I watched it and I was terribly confused. I'm like, is this the coach throwing in the towel? Is this him saying, no, this wrestling's over, my my charge can't handle this wrestling? Um, it just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I'm glad it's a thing, but
0: <laughs> far out weird i'm glad they didn't like i mean they might have had it in sydney i don't know but you'd have to throw in like sid millie and ollie like there were three mascots in sydney like did each did sid mean something different to millie and ollie like oh the kookaburra is different to the to the platypus oh no that's an even extra bigger challenge like not the platypus uh, <laughs> i can't even remember which one was which a uh, sid millie and ollie sid was the platypus i think ollie was the yep. echidna and millie was the kookaburra or was it the other way around? No, Millie, Millie the is Kidna. the echidna. Yeah, right, yeah. Ollie is the Bar. Yeah, okay. I, I was close. It's been 16 years, people, all right? Um, yeah. So, yes, the wrestling. We'll get a bit more data. Uh, Canada. Uh, I didn't really pay too much attention to Canada. Sorry, Colin. But I can tell you that the reigning world champion in the pole vault is Canadian. Shaughnessy Barber. That is an awesome name. Uh, he he choked. He pulled a Campbell. He was 10th in the final. So, Shaughnessy, you let the Maple Leaf down. But the good news for Canada, at least, I found one good news story. Um, Collins talked up their volleyball team. They, they caused an upset. They knocked off the Italians and are through to the quarterfinals. So, uh, go you Canadian volleyball. Did you watch the Canadian volleyball team beat the Italians? Because I mean, it was all over our TV here.
1: I did not see it, but, I mean, this is how you win a team sport. Um, I would have rather watched that. I think the at one point in time we had the dressage on, the uh, open water swimming, and um, something was potentially replays on the other channel. Um, so there wasn't anything interesting to watch. So I would have rather watched the volleyball. But, yeah, good work. Uh, Australian
0: teams take note of how to win against another team and move forward in the knockout stages. And not get eliminated in a penalty shootout, yes. Um So that was Canada. Colin's probably listening to this. You didn't mention this. Um, Well, that happened. Go Canada. Um, But, I mean, despite the fact that neither Canada or Australia won a medal, as I said before, the good news is New Zealand didn't win a medal on day 10, so that's fine. That's all right. Uh, We're happy with that at least. Um, Other sort of news, uh, the main ones uh, to go over. Uh, Sinead Miller, I don't know if you saw the 400 metres at all, uh, the female 400 metres uh, with Sinead. She literally, like, she pulled an Italian soccer player. She dived on the line. Like, it looked like she fell over. But, like, she she won the gold. She's from the Bahamas. She's up against uh, the great Alison Felix from the US. And as she's approaching the line, she sort of slows, she stumbles, and she, like, almost face plants across the line. So, um, a bit of controversy. People are saying, like, did she do it deliberately? Is this in the spirit of athletics? Like, is there such a thing as spirit of athletics? You need to finish first. So, like, surely you can jump, hop, skip, across the line, whatever you want to do.
1: Oh, exactly. Uh, obviously, I mean, it was in the rules. If it wasn't, there would have been. it would have been contested because um, athletes love to contest things and, and make a big deal and a big fuss. Um, so, I mean, yeah, good on her. If, if it was deliberate, fine. I mean, she won Aussies. Again, take note. <laughs> if we need to dive to win these things, um, if we need to, uh, in the penalty shootouts, um, put people off somehow or come off our goal line, I mean, it's all within the spirit of the Olympics and the spirits of the Games.
0: Exactly, exactly, Jared. Good Idea, dear. Good talking. Uh, the the big one here, though, that I think which is kind of almost the story of the day um, is the fact that Brazil finally won another gold medal. And it was a great event, too. I caught the end of this. Thiago Braz da Silva. Luckily, he didn't live up to his name and got the gold. Um, he, he set an Olympic record in the men's pole vault. Took gold for Brazil. I always knew those Brazilians could jump high above things. Um, So great to see. They're only their second gold medal of the Games. Actually had a fairly good day, the Brazilians. Uh, They got a silver in the men's rings in gymnastics. I didn't know Brazil was good at gymnastics. Arthur Zanetti got a silver in that. Um, And they also got a bronze in the women's 10K marathon, which we'll talk about because that was a very close finish. Pollyanna Okamoto uh, took the bronze there for Brazil. So three medals. On a on a decent day for the hosts, they've got all their beach volleyball players to win all the gold medals yet, so, um, you know, we're a bit happier now for Brazil today. We, we're kind of on the Brazil bandwagon today with none of our countries winning medals. Oh,
1: exactly. Um, if you can't win, go for the host nation, unless the host nation is New Zealand, and then um, go for their nearest neighbour, the Cook Islands, or something like that instead. Or oh,
0: France, of course. Like, if Paris win 2024, like, we can't go for the French um hello to all our french listeners oh should i say bonjour um yeah so that oh actually hang on one more i was going to pay a note here uh simone biles we've talked her a little bit up you know she was on a quest for five gold in the gymnastics uh you know she's the superstar of the sport americans love her she's their darling uh she only got bronze in the women's balance beam so uh she's not gonna win five gold sorry folks but she might win four which I guess is decent. Uh, Still more than New Zealand. Uh, All right, so the other medal results for the day. um, Athletics-wise, so in the 800 metres, David Radisha from Kenya took the gold there, never in doubt. We always knew David was going to do that. Uh, 400 metres, as we said, Sinead Miller, pole vault. Yes, we covered that. The 3,000 metre steeplechase, we're talking about the Aussies. You talk about great nations of athletics, Jared. Uh, what, what comes to your mind when you think of Bahrain? They obviously are very good at jumping over stuff into water, aren't they?
1: Yeah, well, when I come, when I think of Bahrain, I think of uh, a country that takes their athletes from another country to ensure that they win gold medals. And I think, <laughs> well done, good on you. Why is Australia not following suit?
0: Ruth Jebet won that. Uh, I mean, Bahrain has a Grand Prix. Um, before they had a Grand Prix, I don't think I knew much about Bahrain. So, um, good on you for poaching Ruth. Where, where's Ruth from? What's um, actually look. Um, I believe they mentioned she was a Kenyan. I think yes. this is,
1: uh, <laughs> it came up in the marathon that apparently this is commonplace for other countries to kind of approach uh, the Kenyans because I mean, when all of your uh, when you're competing against other Kenyans to get into your national team, uh, clearly you're going to go to another country that's nearby
0: to um, make sure you get selected and get to go to the Olympics. We really shouldn't joke about this because, like, you've got to you've got to remember one of our greatest Winter Olympians is a Canadian, uh, Dale begg Smith who basically came to Australia because Canada wouldn't have him because he, was, uh, he wasn't he was allowed to um, continue his internet spam business. He's like a millionaire who makes money off sending spam to people's email addresses. And the Canadian Olympic team were like, no, you can't do that if you want to be on our team. So he was like, well, fuck you. I'm going to a country that will let me do it. Australia's like, oh, a Canadian wants to represent us. He's a gold medal. Um, and he did. He won a gold in the Moguls in Torino and then a silver it was in Vancouver. So- so I think one of only three or four Australians to win multiple Winter Olympic medals. So um, we're the Bahrain of the Winter Olympics. <laughs> You're welcome, Australia. And thank you, Canada, uh, for that. Um, yeah, uh, medals, yes, that's what we're talking about, aren't we? Not Dale Begg-Smith, we're in the wrong Olympics. The Women's Hammer Throw, one of your favourite events, Jared. Uh, world record here for Poland's Anita Wadal. Chicky. anita uh, <laughs> you, you, you took a close note of the the hammer throw no doubt
1: oh yes i saw this um world record my favorite moment was how the commentators um were saying hopefully she doesn't celebrate too hard because the last time she uh set a world record apparently in in her celebrations she uh, tripped over and broke her foot um <laughs> so none of that happening this time which was good to see um clearly uh Hammer throw uh, athletes do not make the best dances and they should uh, keep their celebrations fairly <laughs> reserved.
0: Uh, <laughs> boxing, the men's heavyweight. I don't know if you got any commentary from this one about the big pants or whatever it was from the other one the other day. Um, <laughs> Russian Evgeny Tyshenko uh, took the gold ahead of the great Kazakhstanian boxer Vasila Levitt. Uh, Cycling, the men's omnium that we mentioned before. Alia Viviani of Italy took the gold ahead of the great Mark Cavendish from Britain. Suck it, Britain. You didn't get a gold in that one. But you did in the individual dressage. Your former favourite sport, Charlotte Dujardin from Great Britain uh, took the gold there. Uh, gymnastics, uh, as I mentioned, uh, that was Simone Biles didn't win the gold, bronze, but, uh, San Wevers of Netherlands, I had no idea the Dutch were good at gymnastics. I'm learning a lot about countries that are good at gymnastics. I didn't know the Dutch were good at jumping on thin things, but apparently they are, um, she took the gold there. In the men's rings, it was gold to Greece. Eleftherios uh, Petronius took the gold there. Good for him. And I actually saw the end of this one because I want to mention, I think he's almost going to be my athlete of the day. Uh, the men's vault from North Korea, Ri Si-Gwang. Um, superb effort from Ri. Uh, never in doubt. But um, his, his celebrations on the podium... Uh, I'll I'll save it. I'll put him up for Athlete of the Day, and I'll I'll save it. I'll keep you in suspense so you keep listening to the episode and don't like tune out right now, because we all know everyone only listens for the Athlete of the Day. Um, What else have we got going on? Sailing, yes, postponed, no medals there. Swimming, it was a good day for the Dutch. They won another gold in the marathon. Sharon van Roovendal. Thank you. Gold there for the Dutch. Weightlifting, the men's 105 kilograms. Ruslan Nuridonov of Uzbekistan in an Olympic record took the gold um and in the wrestling, yeah it's still a sport men's greco Roman David Chagvedzedski of Russia took the eighty five kilogram category of the greco Roman while in the the hundred and thirty kilogram greco roman uh mian Lopez of Cuba took the gold there so uh there you go that's what happened with the medals today. the medal tally. After day 10, Uh, Australia still in ninth. Six gold, seven silver, nine bronze. Hasn't been updated for two days, so not good enough. The top five sees the U.S. uh, still on top. 26 gold, 23 silver, 26 bronze. The Brits are still in second. They're loving this. The Brits, 16 gold, 17 silver, eight bronze. Ahead of China, if you don't mind. What's going on with China, Jared? This is an inquiry, isn't it? They've only won 15 gold. Yeah, I mean, they've got to be hugely disappointed.
1: Um, I mean, heads could roll. Uh, it's a possibility Uh, but yeah we talk about us having an inquiry China will be having an inquiry if they don't pick things up soon.
0: Exactly bloody oath Um, speaking of picking things up the Russians their drugs are finally picked up because they're up to 4th now Uh, 11 gold for them 12 silver 12 bronze 35 in total, and the Italians are in fifth. Eight gold, nine silver, six bronze. Australia ninth, as I said. Canada have dropped down to 19th. Um, Brazil have overtaken them. North Korea have overtaken them. Uh, and New Zealand is still ahead of them. Canada, two gold, two silver. Nine bronze, um, yeah. I mean, they're in the top twenty, Jared. That's something.
1: Yeah, I mean, Canada's trying to hold on to the top twenty. We're trying to hold on to the top ten. So, um, I mean, we're
0: both suffering at the moment, and hopefully, you can spur each other on. Brazil: two gold, three silver, four bronze. They're in sixteenth place, the host nation. Um, I don't really have a whole lot of other news to go by. Uh, there were the. Um, I was only really going to save this for the, the news.com. It's not really news.com. Because this actually was a story doing the rounds, not just on news.com.au. Uh, I don't know if you heard about the Brazilian diving pair that have split up. Um, I, you did? Yes. 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 <laughs> um, Giovanno Pedroso uh, and her partner, uh, Ingrid Oliveira, have broken up because uh, Ingrid decided to partake in an uh, all-night uh, session in the bedroom. Uh with a another athlete uh pedro Gonçalves, um and she got locked out of her room so her teammates gone well stuff you you're gonna get laid all night i'm gonna leave so <laughs> this is this is fascinating this is what happened to the campbell sisters do you think jared like one of them got locked out because uh i don't know somebody went and hooked up with the campbell sisters i i don't know i don't want to put any names out there because that's a bit mean but I mean, this is interesting. This is fascinating.
1: Yeah, I mean, who knows? This is probably the story of the game so far. I would say um, it's good to get some, finally, get some hard-hitting journalism talking about the important issues. Um, and, I mean, yeah, this, this breaks partnerships. Um, but, to be fair, I mean, were they really going places anywhere in the diving? Um, now they'll pursue their individual careers, and who knows what's next for the Brazilian team.
0: Exactly. Come on, Brazil. Um, all right, so uh, we're talking about what did we watch. Well, we talked a little bit. I think you've already talked about everything that you watched today, Jared. Do you have anything else to add from what you've already said?
1: Um, no, I don't think there was anything else. It was a very kind of boring, like I said before. Oh, the open water swimming on one channel, the equestrian on the other. Um, and highlights on, on the third channel. So, um, typical Channel 7 showing the exciting
0: moments of the Olympic Games. You wait until I get what they were showing at 3 o'clock in the morning because it gets even worse than what you're thinking. Um, yeah, mar- I watch marathon swimming. I watch a bit of the water polo, athletics, wrestling, dressage. No, the, the marathon swimming. Like, I like swimming. Swimming's exciting. Not when you shove, like, 50 people in water that's probably going to give them a disease and the camera angles are so, like, terrible that you don't know what you're watching. I mean, like, everyone knows when you watch a triathlon, the least exciting bit's the swim, and that's only over in, like, a kilometre, isn't it? This is, like, ten kilometres of seeing tiny little dots thrashing around in the water. Like, these people could be getting attacked by sharks. You don't even know. And then you've got, like, 50 vessels around them. You've got people swimming around in a canoe. Here's a perfect opportunity, Jared, to combine two sports into one. You've got people in canoes around the swimmers. Like two medals right there you've got a canoe in the water is he just a failed olympian like protecting the swimmers from the zika virus <laughs> i don't know and then i love the end of the race where they've literally got to swim up to like a white wall and jump up and press it like can't they just cross a finish line <laughs> yeah that'd make a lot more sense um i think the thing missing in this
1: um, which, funnily enough, was present in the sailing, was where was the little graphics of who everybody was with the flags everywhere? Um, and open water swimming, I mean, it shouldn't be a one-way course. It should be like the sailing. We have people going off in all different directions. <laughs> um, I think I don't even think there should be a finishing point. I think it's just the first person to swim uh, 10 kilometres in whatever direction exactly. you want to swim. Have a little, like, um,
0: GPS system on there. Like, oh, Jared swam 10 kilometres first. Like, just do circles. yeah and and also it's a little bit like um harking back
1: to where's richie because you'd change the channel and you switch back and you'd be like where's chelsea and they wouldn't mention her forever and i didn't know what group she was in if she was in the leading group or the chase group um i don't know the big talking point was that her cap could potentially be falling off and i wasn't Interested about that? I wanted to know where she was in the field.
0: <laughs> I loved at one point they cut to the beach and so like the Australian male swimmer swimming in the pool. Like they were so bored, the TV crews. They were like. Let's watch a man swim in the water. Like, it was sexist at the same time. Like, you know, it wasn't good. But did you see right at the end when uh, the two, the ones that basically had to fight out for the silver medalists, he had Rachel Bruni of Italy and Palana Okamoto from Brazil. They basically jumped on top of each other and touched the wall at the same time. It was hilarious. There's a bit of biff going on at the end of this.
1: Yeah, I think that's what you want, and it was probably there throughout the whole thing. Every time I watch this and they're swimming so close together, I'm just like, how many times are you being kicked in the head? Uh, throughout this, and and losing your goggles, and, and I mean that's probably why Chelsea's cap was coming off. Somebody was probably pulling it off behind her. A little bit of foul play. <laughs> um, yeah, it's an it's an aggressive sport. It's a dirty sport, but. Um... I mean, open water swimming, this is another one of those ones where I question whether we need it or not.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Just, like, go all out. Like, basically have it. So, you have, if you're going to have marathon swimming, make it a true marathon. So, like, they have to start in the host city of that year. They've got four years to make it to the next host city. So, like, make them start. They've got to swim from Rio to Tokyo. They've got four years to do it. And whoever survives the longest wins the gold.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, there's so many ways this could be improved. Um, and that is probably the best suggestion that I've heard so far, and I would be voting for that if I was in the IOC.
0: Come on, Thomas Bark. We know you listen. Like, I know the AOC have banned us, but the IOC haven't, um, as far as I know. (laughs) So, yeah, I say let's do that. That's a good way of doing it. But I don't know if you saw right at the end then, when they've all obviously swum and finished, they've got a giant orange inflatable, like, rescue boat. That they obviously ferry them back to the, the shore. Like I've been watching a lot of Lost lately. This just reminded me of an episode of Lost. I was waiting for the smoke monster to come out.
1: <laughs> you think they could just swim in themselves? I mean, they've already swum ten ks. What's I mean, an extra kilometre or two to back to the shore?
0: Yeah, exactly. They don't like get a little car to get a sane bolt. Like he's, you know, like I don't know. Like um, it's just it seems a bit weird that they then go out and help him help them get out of the water. But okay, good on them. They're nice. Uh, yeah, wrestling. <laughs> I, just, I can't I don't know if I can top your mascot throwing in. I just, there was one of the bouts I was watching, and there's like these two, like, must have been the 130 kilograms, because they were very big men in very tight clothes, and they're kind of like, leant over slightly, and they're just kind of like, gently rubbing each other's bodies. And like, it's like, do something! Like, it's just almost like they were getting to know each other on a first date. They just met on Tinder. Like, oh, I'll rub your, oh no, rub my Oh no, I'm going to rub your neck. Like, I mean, if this was judo, the Uchi would have kicked in and bang, you, you're over. But I just, I, I mean, look, I know this is like ancient and it's back from the ancient Olympics. And when they removed it, there was a huge big deal. Like, you've got to keep wrestling in. But I just, I can't take this sport seriously. <laughs> like, I mean, we talk, you talk about gymnastics with ribbons. I, there's something about watching overgrown men in tight clothes gently rubbing each other that really doesn't do much for me.
1: Mm, uh, wrestling is definitely a bit of a slow burn. Um, yeah, I, for one, would be willing to get rid of it. I'm sure given Australia's performance, we were, um, part of the crew trying to get rid of it from the Olympics. Um, and I mean, I hope that movement makes a resurgence. I know, I know that it's traditional and it's got a long his- and ancient history, but I mean, sometimes you've got to move on. I mean, horrible things in the world had a long and ancient history and we got rid of them because we saw the light and i think um we just need to see the light when it comes to wrestling that it's not all that interesting and it's it's i don't
0: know it's confusing and it's weird and i just don't think it should be around they, they need to if they're going to bring in something like this like obviously you couldn't have like wwe because sorry people it's fake i'm gonna get a lot of trolling for that but um Bring in UFC. (laughs) It's that simple. UFC. um, I mean, I'd watch that easily any day of the week over wrestling. Exactly. Done. There you go. Thomas Bark. you're welcome. Um, Yeah, the water polo. Again, I just love watching water polo. Again, we were robbed in a shootout, but there was something about that. Anyway, uh, athlete of the day. Do you have anyone at all? I mean, we've got no Aussies or Canadians to talk about. (laughs) I do. um, And I've gone with a Frenchman, which I know will annoy you, but I've gone with a Frenchman
1: for the right reasons. Um, I'm go- I've gone with the silver medalist from the pole vault, Renaud oh. Um who um, has um, come out and kicked up a bit of a stink because um, apparently, according to him, there was no fair play from the public. Oh no! Um, he said of the frequent booing which accompanied his every jump, oh. and he proceeded to say, "It is for football, not track and field." Oh, disgusting! I mean, this is. I feel really sorry for the guy. I mean, clearly the booings put him off. It's not like the cheering for the Brazilian wasn't was off putting him at him at all. Um, I feel like as a Frenchman, you probably just come to expect that though, walking down the street uh, in everyday life. So I'm a little bit surprised he hasn't got used to it yet. Um, I mean, should we should we ban booing from the Olympics or should I... I mean, I'm not voting to ban. I think booing, if anything, should be an Olympic sport. Where's the sledging in the
0: Olympic competition? There needs to be more of it. Oh, I think Jared Lubick just told the joke of the Olympics right now. <laughs> well, I mean, you're right, he's French. He used to be booed. But, like, how like how would you boo a ban booing? How would you boo booing? Like... What do you do with that you're booing go away you're booing go away you've already got nobody at your events already um so like you're not going to be there like what do you expect i mean brazilians are very passionate people and it's not football you live in the nation where like football is their obsession you know france like your football too what you've never been booed at at a football match because you're french i mean as jared said you're french you're booed a lot So, suck it up, Renard, Renard. What's his name, Renard?
1: Yeah, Renard, Renard. Either way, he doesn't know. Um, (laughs) The thing is, too, like, it's... Fair enough, it's polo and you have to concentrate, but this isn't, like, archery or shooting. Um, It's not the tennis where they hush them down before each point. Um, I mean, you're against a Brazilian, what do you expect? Obviously, the crowd's going to cheer for him and boo for you. It's just... um, I I don't know, I I always have felt that pole vaulters would have a bit of a thicker skin having to um, jump at these heights and stuff, but, oh, I don't know. Renaud, um, hopefully you're prepared for Tokyo 2020, because the same thing will probably happen there.
0: Uh, Well, he's still going to be French in in 2020, so (laughs) I don't know how that works. Um... Oh my goodness! I, I, I honestly expected um, like a joke like that to come from Colin or myself. Jared, you, you starred. You did so well with that. Good job. Um, I wish I had a gold medal. Maybe I'll talk to Thomas. He's got a few spare ones going around. So <laughs> I'll get one for you. Um, well, I mean, mine's not even going to come close to topping this. I was originally going to uh, put up the the Dutch. Uh, gymnast in Sane Wevers because, I mean, she knocked off the great Simone Biles and just did amazing. But, yeah, Ri Si Gwang from North Korea, uh, purely for the fact his medal ceremony. Now, I know, like, the Americans, they put their hand on their heart, you know, oh, see can you see? They love it. But, like, when you think North Koreans, you're thinking, like, they've won a gold, they know they're not going to be shot when they walk off the plane. Like, they've, they've basically secured their life around their neck because they've brought pride to their country as soon as the national anthem starts playing you've got this like very stern looking north korean like he's very serious National Anthem starts playing. He salutes so, like, he puts his arm up to his head, raises it up, salute. He turns so rigid. It's like, I'm in the army, you know? Like, he's just so serious as his National Anthem being played. And they zoom in on his face. This guy is, like, just wanting to break down. You can see tears in his eyes. He knows his life is secured for another four years. His family won't get killed. You know, he'll be invited over for dinner with the great leader and all this sort of stuff. And he's just, at the same time, like, oh, I can't cry. I'm North Korean. We're serious. <laughs> but like, you just knew that this guy is, like, after the event, he's, like, gone into the locker room and just broken down and just, like, been so happy for winning a gold medal. Um, but I just thought it was amazing to see. Like, I've never seen someone at the Olympics stand up so rigid and salute the flag as it's going up. So, um, good on you, Ri Si Guang. You legend, you in the men's vault. Um, see, he wouldn't have complained about getting booed because generally, no. if people boo North Koreans; they get shot. So, it's- did did he sing the national anthem, no. or was he one of these athletes who's forgetting the words? See, like well, again, if he was Australian, exactly. No, you won a gold; you didn't sing the national anthem. Un-Australian, he didn't sing it. He was he was too busy focusing on why North Korea is the greatest nation in the world. So, yeah. I mean, the salute probably makes up for it. <laughs> I definitely think it does. Um, yeah, okay, so moving on. Uh, I don't really have a wife of the day. Uh, Colin discovered the Swiss gymnast Julia Steingruby yesterday for me, and I've been uh, reading a little bit about her. But actually, I discovered something, Jared. We're going right back to the first episode. Uh, Britt Elmsley. Now, we looked her up on Instagram. We discovered she's got, like you know, a Derek Zoolander boyfriend, like not a chance in hell, but on her, uh, Instagram page, it's got like, add me on Snapchat. So I added her on Snapchat, like, you know, whatever. And then like, I don't know if you're familiar with Snapchat, but you have the snap stories that pop up. So I've got a little notification on my Snapchat, little blue, little circle, and it comes up and it's got like snap story from Brit Elmsley. I'm like, Oh, <gasps> Brit, Brit snapped me, and it was just like literally a picture of like her on a team bus with male swimmers, like me and the boys. And I'm like, okay, Brit. But then I've gone through my Snapchat. I've sent a friend a snap, and it's actually come up like, choose from your friends, and actually she appears in my friends list. So I'm like, I could send Brit Helmsley, like I could send one right now of me recording this episode. Like, should we do it? Should we see if we get a reply? She's gonna be like, who's this random guy sending me a Snapchat? Um, Go for it. Alright, hang on, I've got to be serious now I've got to put serious face I'm looking quite terrible This, this could be, this is the story that we would tell at our wedding <laughs> How did you meet? Oh, well I got this random Snapchat from somebody um, Alright, so if I hit this button We absolutely love Britt Elmsley here on Off the Podium Podcast Download via iTunes right now That we snap her Will she reply? Alright <laughs> Do you, do you think that will get a reply? So, we'll, Oh, I mean, I think chances are slim, but it's <laughs> it's it's the Olympics. Anything could happen. All right, I've literally ticked her name. I'm, like, terrified how this is going to turn out. I'm going to... Actually, no, I won't screenshot it, because then if I put that up on our page and everybody will be snapping my friends. Uh, there we go. I've legitimately just sent Britt Elmsley a Snapchat. So. <laughs> yeah, that's not really that funny, but anyway... <laughs> That she's segment. going to be
1: next on the long list of people who have banned off the podium. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, she's going to put a snap story. Got a random thing from some guy. Um, Channel 7, shit, shit, shit. News.com.au, shit shitter, shit. I don't really have anything from News.com.au today, funnily enough. But um, the Channel 7 ones. Now, I've just gotten a little bit of commentary here uh, from our dear friend Tamsin Lewis, Um Calling the 400m hurdles I think this was a semi-final The world champion from Kenya Nicholas Bett Now he fell over I don't know if you saw this Jared He, he tripped over and, like The last hurdle or something And he's out He's out of the Olympics The great Kenyan Nicholas Bett You wouldn't bet on that one But um As he fell over Tamsin let out An almighty squeal She's like Ah like, really? I think Bruce McManey shat himself um, at that point. And then at the end of the race, she's like, oh, sorry about that squeal, but I could see it happening. Like, Tamsin Lewis can predict the future. Um, like, we, we need to talk this up. But I don't know if you've ever, like, we talk about Vicky every single time she's watching the show jumping. she's like, oh like nervous like we've now got australian commentators squealing when people are falling over
1: yeah i mean obviously she was just in the moment um that's not a category at the olympics um wouldn't be happy with squealing i'm sure that's just as off-putting as booing um but good on that's what you want from a commentator a commentator who can get into the sport um they they don't hold back they just say what's on their mind or whatever noise comes out of their mouth (laughs) um yeah i mean i think that's all positive there that's it's, it's, uh, it's not professional, but it's, it's not horrible.
0: No, exactly, exactly. Uh, the other one here I've got uh, was it was an interview. We love our interviews. With the great enemy is the greatest human being ever. Um, the, the commentator, the person just basically turns around to her and says, so what's next for you, Anna? Like, you know, like after these Olympics, what's next? She's just turned around and just gone, oh, holiday? Some chocolate. (laughs) Like, ever so humble, you know. Good on you. Like, I saw the uh, Usain Bolt post-race interview that the Australian guy, like, you know, he came and talked to Australia. Ever humble. Usain Bolt's great. He's not Michael Phelps. He's not rushing them along. Um, But, like, the journalist is like, oh, come on, Usain. You know, you're saying this is your last Olympics. But... You know, is this really? And he's kind of like, oh, no, man, look, right now it is, but I'll talk to the coach and you never know, but right now I say it is. That was a terrible Jamaican accent. Um, but like, Anna means, oh, chocolate, holiday. You know, good on you, Anna. Um... But the thing I wanted to complain about, you were talking about, like, you know, you have dressage on one channel, marathon swimming on the other, and then highlights on the other. Legitimately true. This is not me trying to shit on Channel 7. At 3 o'clock in the morning, you are watching Channel 7. They've got one of these pre-Olympic documentaries showing on the, the boomers going to Uluru. Like, fantastic. It was a good documentary. I don't know if you saw it. It was great. She's so like, okay, well, they're having a bit of a break. So let's flick it over to 7 2. They've got the Bruce McAvaney pre Olympics interview with the Campbell sisters. Uh, like, why do we need to see this? They choked. We don't care about them. Okay, so let's flick over to 7, mate. What's on 7, mate? The Bruce McAvaney pre-interview with Anna Mears. Like, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. It's 2 o'clock in the afternoon in Rio. There's at least 15 or 20 sports going on right now. And for some reason, Channel 7 is like, well, oh, fuck, Australia sucks today. Uh, let's yeah. remind them of our athletes who do shit. <laughs> like, why? I mean, what is Channel 7 doing? Like, even showing replays of our gold medals is better than showing stuff that they showed before the Olympics. Yeah, that
1: doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Um, I'm not surprised it's Channel 7. Um, I suppose I'm kind of glad that I'd gone to bed before that point in time. Uh, Yeah, I just don't... That doesn't make sense to show uh, an interview with athletes who have already lost after all their events are over. Fair enough if they'd had events left, but they're out of it. They're gone. Move on. Um, Save that uh, interview for Tokyo 2020. Uh, if you run out of footage and can't get to them beforehand and have to do your little sneaky, we recorded this before they went in their event for your unexpected gold medalist when really you recorded it after they won.
0: Exactly. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, that's shocking. Terrible, Channel 7. Shame on you. Give it back to, to Nine and, and SBS. Uh, all right, so our Canadian athlete of the day again, Colin's not here, but I found another one for us. Um, Pamela Ware, uh, she is a diver. I'm um, so good on you pamela i hope colin hasn't done this one i don't think she has um so all right hello my name is pamela ware and i'm a canadian my favorite olympic moment is watching dominique matthias win third in sochi doesn't say what event clearly dominique matthias won the entire bronze medal of the entire sochi winter olympics so, um, didn't see that event, uh, sadly, Pamela. She's got very neat handwriting, may I just point out. Um, if she could choose any Olympic host city, it would be Montreal, smiley face. Um, I believe the last time they had the Olympics, they bankrupt the entire city, Pamela. I don't think they're going to want to have the Olympics for a long time. Um, in my spare time, I like to go for walks in old Montreal, because that's what they called it before they went bankrupt. So that's why they don't have the Olympics anymore. Um, draw a picture of yourself. She's drawn a stick figure with a wonky leg. Um, so it kind of looks a bit sick. Uh, the weirdest instruction a coach has ever given me was jump lower. Uh, diving. Okay. My favorite workout is boxing because I could clearly see how that would help you dive. If I could have lunch with any person, it would be Channing Tatum. Ooh. Um she's got the neatest handwriting I've ever seen. Uh my ha- favourite sandwich, she's a simple girl, Pamela. Ham with brie. Uh, just you know draw a picture of a Canadian animal. She's drawn looks like looks like a basset hound. Uh, I didn't know dogs were Canadian. Uh, there you go, you learn something new every day. I know. It's up there with the bunnies and the what was the other one? The <laughs> elephant, I think. Um if I could have any superpower it would be time travel. What, so you can do this bloody questionnaire again? Uh, (laughs) The best candy in the world is black licorice. As a kid, my favourite sports team was my dad's softball team. I think we had this yesterday with Collins. He said, like, the one we had yesterday, my favourite team was my brother's basketball team or something. Like, pick a real team. (laughs) Like, dad's softball team doesn't count. (laughs) Um, My favourite sports movie is Bring It On is is cheer? Oh, cheerleading's a sport. We're not going to shit all over cheerleading. We appreciate more so that. than rhythmic gymnastics. I'd say absolutely. Uh, what would the coolest Olympic medal look like? She's drawn looks like a circle with the Olympic rings and a smiley face on it. <laughs> yes, okay. If I could live anywhere in the world, it would be Spain. At least it's not France. You'd get booed. Uh, when I was little, I always thought the tooth fairy was real. Exclamation <laughs> um, <laughs> mark. This is. This At least this joke is like a decent attempt at a joke and it's not releasing uh, mentioning jalapenos. My favourite joke to tell is... Knock, knock. Who's there? Thank you. I don't know. I don't know who. I don't... Oh, hang on, I, just, I said that wrong. I don't. No, hang, on, <laughs> hang on, let's try that again. Let's try that again. I fucked it up. Knock, knock. Who's there? <laughs> it's bad when I fuck this up. I don't. I don't who? I don't have a joke. <laughs> Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Pamela Ware, the comedian of the Canadian Olympic team. <laughs> Channing Tatum is lining up at your door, Pamela. Uh, <laughs> she's written the sentence in cursive. Well, she's done it. Good on you. Oh, my God. How have they won so many medals? Um, <laughs> Oh, goodness. All right. Um, Actually, I need to backtrack slightly before we get to the fan messages. Channel 7, shit, shit, shit. I just want to point out, I tweeted last night, uh, early hour this morning, when um, Hungary beat Australia. My tweet, this is exactly what my tweet said, word for word. Australia robbed in another penalty shootout and by the unfunny unfunny Hungarians of all people. Dot 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 hashtag Olympics, hashtag seven Olympics, hashtag rare 2016 hashtag water polo. Channel seven liked my tweet. (laughs) Like I've I've loosely implied that the entire nation of Hungary is unfunny. So either channel seven think that Hungary is unfunny, or they're just trolling us. Like I really think there's appropriate tweets to like, don't you?
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're a Hungarian looking for a job, um, don't knock on Channel 7's door, because um, evidently you'll be knocked back.
0: <laughs> wow, this is incredible. Um... Yeah, so hello, Channel 7. Uh, we are going to uh, now go into our fan ones. So yesterday, you went here yesterday, Jared, but our, they hadn't updated the fan messages since uh, you and I read them the other day. So hopefully they've done it today. Um, let's see. Oh, look, more Campbell love. <laughs> Get over it, people. Oh, uh, let's read it. Emmanuel, Emmanuel from Victoria to Bronte Campbell. Hi, Bronte. Don't worry about your individual races. I think you swam well and put in lots of effort. Well done on your gold medal in the relay. That was great. Enjoy the rest of your time in Rio, and we hope to see you in the Commonwealth Games and the Tokyo Olympics, where I'm sure you'll do great. Clearly the Commonwealth Games because we will win them. <laughs> like, she's going to wake up better tomorrow morning knowing that Manuel thinks that. Uh, <laughs> Jenna from Victoria to Lindell Oatley. Hello, Lindal. Oh, no, hang on. Let's say that again. Hello, Lindal Oatley. My name is Jenna, and I'm eight years old, and I have heard very much about you. You are a champion. I have no idea who Lindal Oatley is, do you? Uh-
1: no. Talk about um, Jenna keeping her cards close to her chest. What have you heard about it? Let us yeah, know. I mean- <laughs> um, we need some more scandals in the uh, media after uh, the Brazilian divers. So, yes. um, yeah.
0: Send that through to please us, please. Do I ask her for a reply? Maybe she will. Um, <laughs> Holly from Queensland to Alana Boyd. Alana, you are my hero. I will be watching tonight from Australia in capital letters. All the best. Hope you beat your record. Smiley face. We are proud. Hug. <laughs> Adam Bell to Tom Burton, our great sailor. Tom Burton. Good luck for gold tonight from Adam in your sister's class. Uh, (laughs) Adam Tom Burton straight away going, ah, Adam, yes, I know your sister. (laughs) Um, What else have we got here? Um, Holly Graham from New South Wales. Dear Anna Mears, well done in your brilliant race. I watched you from Sydney, where I live. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'd hope so. I watch you from Sydney, where I'm visiting. Um, (laughs) Oh, goodness me. Um, Gail and Jeff Brown from Western Australia to Nathan Outeridge. I believe he's a... Is he a sailor or a rower? Or a canoe? He's something to do with the water. I know that name. Um, Nathan and Ian, some fantastic results so far. Keep on striving. May you have fair winds and great racing ahead. Clearly sailing. Good luck for the rest of the regatta. Go there, green and gold. In capital. Um, uh, another one for the Campbells. Why not? Louise from New South Wales. Hi, Bronte Campbell. Because she, clearly she doesn't just want to be called Bronte. She wants to be called Bronte Campbell. Um, My name is Louise and I am 11 years old. I love watching the Olympics and especially swimming. Congratulations on winning a gold medal in the freestyle relay with the rest of your team. I wish you the best of luck for your upcoming races or events in the Olympics. From love from Louise Collins, smiley face. Well, clearly Louise, you love watching the Olympics because you would know that her events are over. <laughs> you mean if swimming doesn't go for the whole two weeks? Looking forward to Bronte Campbell taking part in the taekwondo later this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I like the long ones because you never. Oh, actually, hang on quickly. Just one here from Arb, Aab A A B in New South Wales to Chelsea Lee Rebecca. I love you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Actually, no, I'm not going to read that one. This one's one's actually quite funny, because this is to Andrew Bogut from Ryan in Victoria. It's almost like he's having a conversation with him. How was your game? I wasn't able to watch your game because I was at school. Soon me and my class are going to send our athlete a letter. I picked you as my athlete. I can't wait to learn more about you. From your admirer, Ryan Gray. P.S. Please reply. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness me. Um, I really don't know what else there is. These are actually some good ones today. Uh, to sh- from Sharon for Victoria to cycling track. This is the track at the Olympics. Like, the, the people they ride. She loves it. She loves the wooden boards. Um, well done to you all. Thanks for being there and doing your best for Australia. Congratulations. You are all sporting heroes. <laughs> great good on you oh no hang on Brittany Elmsley my Snapchat buddy Tanya from New South Wales congrats Brittany we are all super proud of you and the girls go for Australia enjoy your time in Rio <laughs> 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 oh, hang on, here we go here's another one this is another one they want to reply jo- Jonah Gorman from Tasmania go Tassie people to Animes. how's the Olympic Games I'm 8 years old and you're my hero <laughs> okay, that's enough. Um what sport are we going to today?
1: <laughs> um well, I think we've got to go with one of the team sports because the way we've been doing, they need some support. Um <laughs> that's Potentially the basketballs. I think they should get some support and be told not to lose in a penalty shootout.
0: Don't pull a Matildas. Um, all right. Okay. Well, I'm not reading it all the today. Do we just go with a generic Bogut or Della Vadova or do we choose one of the ones that none of us have ever heard of? Like a Mariana Tolo... Damian, Martin. I think it's
1: got to uh, got to be it's got to be because the commentators say his name when he doesn't have the ball, just to say his
0: name. Della, de, 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 de. I can't even say his name. The
1: time. Della on the bench. Delavadova <laughs> doesn't have the ball, but we wanted to say his name. He's up the other end of the field. Delavadova not playing in
0: this game, but it's a good last name to say. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Uh, so, <laughs> shall we just say like just wanted to send you a message and say your name because we like you. <laughs> Don't pull a Matildas. Uh, <laughs> hope you don't play Hungary or Brazil. Um, what are we saying to, to Maddie? Please reply. I think
1: we've got to let him know how popular his name is, surely.
0: Uh, just wanted to message you so I could say your name. <laughs> P.S. Good luck in all your events. <laughs> In all our events. I can't even spell. In all your events. Especially. Oh, apparently, especially automatically corrects to seeped oak. Uh, <laughs> thank you, iPhone. Especially the modern pentathlon. <laughs> P.S. Please reply. Exclamation mark. Exclamation mark. X, 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 X. I love you. Uh, we? I don't even know what they were doing. Done, Sid. I'm writing from Sid, from Hobart, <laughs> where I live. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Um, day eleven. I was just I hate these this part of the week now, Jarrah, because every day I say it's it's kind of like when you like you're younger and you have a birthday. You're so excited for your birthday every year, but when you reach like twenty, you don't give a shit anymore. So now it's like day 11. It's sad. We're like really close to the end. And that's not good. Um, 25 gold medals today. 25. None of which will be won by Australia. So um, get excited. Uh, it's the last day of weightlifting. That's sad. Uh, taekwondo starts in only one more day. That's exciting. Um, and... We have got medals in the great sports today of wrestling again, weightlifting obviously, table tennis, we haven't talked too much about the table tennis, synchro swimming, uh, normal swimming, <laughs> the, the marathon, sailing if they can get on the water, um, the real gymnastics, that's the last day for them before the exhibition gala, um, diving. Track cycling, the final day for that. Uh, Sprint canoeing, yes, and boxing and athletics. So what are you looking forward to watching today? Oh, it's got to be the
1: sprint canoeing. I mean, an outside medal chance maybe even. I don't know if we're good at it or not. Um, I mean, it's in the Olympics, surprisingly. Um, So while it's there, I mean, we've got to compete.
0: Exactly, go for it, go for everything, there, people. Uh, only yeah, two days now away from uh, modern pentathlon. Get excited! I know Matthew over is. Um, and just quickly uh, before we wrap it up, thank you again as always to our listeners, and remember Facebook, email, iTunes, all that sort of stuff. Just a special note: we got a comment uh, on one of our pay. We actually we talked a little bit about the uh, the great athlete of Dong Dong uh, from China who won a silver medal earlier this week, I believe, in the gymnastics from memory. Um, and somebody's posted a picture of uh, him winning the medal and they've put the whole uh, law and order SVU in the criminal justice system sexually based offences are considered especially heinous in New York City the dedicated detectives who investigate these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad known as the Special Victims Unit These are their stories Dong dong (laughs) So I thought that was quite funny But we we got a comment Can we from now on whenever we say Dong dong actually play that sound effect I think I heard it there Um, So um, Anyway But uh, one of our listeners uh, Between the two of them Carly Wood Uh, Hello Carly We know you're in New Zealand But we'll still say hello she posted a link to our very damn good friend, uh, our our great badminton buddy of Mr. Sarah Singhe, who, uh who is getting a bit of notoriety on uh, BuzzFeed. Don't know if you saw this, uh, but he likes to chow down on a whole crap load of McDonald's after his final match on Instagram. He's lifted his shirt up. He's showing his six-pack, which, of course, you get a six-pack while playing badminton. We all know they're ripped. And he's put here, he bought six burgers, six large fries, six brownies, and 40 chicken McNuggets. 40 chicken McNuggets. I, I love a good chicken McNugget, Jared. But this is why, like, he's, he's the only Olympian that has tweeted us back, except for that one that tweeted Colin back. But this is, this is awesome. We've got the guy chowing down 40 chicken nuggets has tweeted us back.
1: That's amazing. I mean, McDonald's, pick up your game. You should be naming some type of meal or burger after so uh, An Olympic legend, you've got your whole Olympics theme going. I mean, why doesn't he have his own burger yet? The uh, and hopefully, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's what we want to see. Um, he can decide what's on it. Um, probably a bit of everything and 40 chicken nuggets on the burger. Um <laughs> yeah, what an, what an absolute... What, there's no more Australian thing to do than after you lose in the Olympics. You haven't even won a match. Uh, you're a legend, though, even though you haven't won. And then you just go and chat out on some McDonald's. I mean, it doesn't get more Australian than that.
0: Hashtag Australia. Uh, there you go. Thank you so Aunt Sarah Singhi, that you will be remembered for more than your great badminton skills and your rockin' abs. Like, seriously, man. Jesus. Um, I'm playing badminton if that's what you look like. All right, enough of that. <laughs> Thank you, Jared, for your company again today. Always fun. No problem. It's
1: been good. Uh, if there's any athletes out there who are medal
0: prospects, um, feel free to defect to Australia. We'll take anybody at this point in time. And to all our French listeners, sorry that you get booed so much. Um, and uh, actually, the real reason to, I should say that Colin's not actually here. We didn't really mention too much about Colin. But uh, yeah, he's a bit annoyed, sadly, that I also had a marathon sex session with a, another athlete. So, um, sorry, Colin. Uh, but yeah, good night from off the podium and we will be back for day 11 tomorrow. Au revoir and boo your friends.